Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Bites of Light, Snacks for Your Soul. We have a very interesting topic today. Yeah, we went and watched the Barbie movie. And if you haven't seen it, I suggest you go and watch. It is chucker block full of stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff in there. So much that we went twice because the first time we laughed so hard at yeah. some of the awarenesses that are being brought forward. And then the second time, you know, you almost do have to see it twice because yeah. it's such a shock the first time yeah. around. Yeah. And then the second time tonight, you could actually ease in and get the deeper levels and the deeper meanings about what's going on in this incredible film that has been produced. Right, because they kind of did it in a whimsical way, you know, so it is funny. And if you don't think it's funny, you should probably really examine your beliefs. Because it does, it, it pokes fun at the way men have behaved, it pokes fun at the way women have behaved. It kind of pokes fun at all sorts of things, but then it really calls out a, I guess from my perspective, uh, and then it really calls out the unattainable expectations that have been put on women and in our society, which has largely been created by men. And if you can't recognize that, then you probably aren't even watching this podcast. So that's probably a safe bet. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> so if, yeah, if Barbie is offensive to you, that's because you are the patriarchy. Like that's just the reality. If you don't know who the patriarchy is, it's you. And if it's offended, that movie is offensive to you, then you are blindly in it. And your fear of losing your power is your perceived power is real. It's just so interesting that we just did a podcast what, two, two or three weeks ago about power over versus power within. And now we're watching it being played out so creatively and beautifully on screen. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I, you know, I'm, I'm more interested and curious in women's perspectives of it and you know, your perspective of it. Cause you know, obviously I, although I, how does he say it when he's crying? Like basically like I'm an aware man. I know that crying's okay. So as a, as an aware man that knows crying's okay. Like, I mean, obviously I have my opinions of it uh, <laughs> yeah. and I see, I can see how patriarchy has been. And I mean, I understand always when we say patriarchy, it's not like every man on the planet. It's that system where only men succeed. It's a patriarchal system. Right. And it does not, you're right, it doesn't just apply to the male soul basket. Right. Because as living in a female soul basket, I still house the divine masculine and feminine within. So when it says patriarchy, it's not just the souls in the male form. Yeah. You know, they don't go into it that deeply in the right. movie, but they kind of do at the very end when she says, no, it can't go back to the way it was needs to be shifted where that there's balance. Yeah. Right. And in our language, that's what we're trying to teach. 
the divine masculine and feminine come, coming into balance and co-creating together in harmony. Yeah. You know, and at the end, that is the end message. It is. It is. And, and the picture they paint, obviously, they use like a caricature of everything, right? The extremism of Barbie land where the only women are in power of everything. And then their extreme representation of patriarchy in Barbie land after Ken takes over, right? It's a caricature and, and we can all sit back and joke at the caricature. You know, it's like a roast when somebody's getting roasted and just having their flaws and imperfections that are, you know, funny to others pointed out. And if you can't laugh at those things, then there's some attachment. Yeah, there's there. work to be done around it, right? So I can, I totally think it's hilarious all the things they point out about men and men's role in the patriarchy because I see it. I've seen it in myself. I've been in it. You know, I've been there too in other lifetimes in this life, in this soul basket, you know? So, but it's, I see the humor in it because it is when you caricaturize it and you, in that way, it's still funny. And to me, you know, and if you're and not there, attached to that. It, there was times in the movie where, you know, when a baseball bat came and I was, I would look at says like, woo, how's that going to land? <laughs> you know, and he's killed himself laughing where I yeah. know the other men in my life would not have been. And, and that's why I say, if you happen to be listening to this and you were offended by the movie, you are what's going wrong in the world. You're not you, let me that. Your ideals, the things that you have been practicing and the things that you've been supporting are what's causing things to go in a less and less harmonious way. And we are programmed. So, you know, yes, we have to take accountability, but first we have to understand that, you know, we came, you know, we were programmed as kids to believe certain ways. And as adults, you are at choice whether to continue to accept that programming or to reprogram yourself. And actually, Barbie talks about it in the movie that, oh, we're deprogramming them. That's fact. You know, that's part of the Toltec language and the neuro-linguistic programming of what healers are trying to do in the world right now is to deprogram humans yeah. away from the things that are no longer serving them. And, and I would say if the men that are if the men that were offended are still listening to this and they haven't just turned it off and called us a bunch of bad names. Thank you. Then, but know that it's not with a, from a place of judgment. It's not that you're bad. Like that's what she, that's what Angel's getting at is it is not a right or wrong. It's an awareness. Yeah. If you didn't know it was a problem, now you do. And now you can start asking questions like, well, how do I make it different? You don't have to know. You don't have to like watch the movie and be like, oh, I know exactly what to make, how to make life perfect for everybody. Just asking the question, well, how do I be different so that it can be equal and nobody feels like they're getting stepped on because there's enough for all of us. There is no need to have power over for you to have power. And, and, that, and we watched Ken go through that right. power over space. He thought, you know, how do I how do I be the patriarchy? And then he came back and did the same thing to Barbie that Barbie had done to him to not allow him into the world. And then he turned around and mirrored that same thing. We're watching that happen in society right now. So now that everybody understands, both sides have been hurt. How do we bring that back together so that we can come into a cohesive unit again? Yeah. 
even the objectification, like, cause I grew up feeling like I grew up with the belief that Barbie was this unrealistic expectation and objectification of women, you know, and there was all these shows that would talk about how like, oh, if Barbie was a real sized person with dimensions that were capable of being alive, even to hold her guts, she'd have to be eight feet tall and blah, 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 blah. You know, so I was raised thinking, well, Barbie's this objectification of women that's unrealistic. I think that's a lot of what it became, but it's interesting. I don't know if Mattel wrote that, those lines, or if it was just the writers thought it made a better, you know, to show a different perspective. Because when they showed it, I was like, oh yeah, Barbie could also be all that. Barbie could be empowering from a certain perspective. So there's also a big lesson in there about the power of perspective. Because it could be empowering if you don't look at the shape of her body. If you don't look at the color of her skin, what she is showing is Barbie can be anything and you're a woman and you can be anything. And that's where they start off, right? Barbie's thought that the whole world was glorious because they had changed the balance by showing women that they can be all the things. And how did it get interpreted by our society? Whether it was intended that way or not, that perspective is very easy to see once you, once they make it aware to you, but in our society, instead of seeing past the shape of her body and the color of her skin, we did what we do with each other. And that's what made Barbie women's enemy. Cause it really kind of has been, it's not been helpful in my perspective. I mean, I don't know, disagree, but it was us, we fucked that. Barbie didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> She's an idea. She doesn't exist. We did that. We projected. We created storylines. Yeah, we projected our own shit, created our own stories. And then those stories grew and became societal norm. You know, Angel's from Canada and I'm from the US and I grew up in the Southern US near the Mexico border in New Mexico. So we grew up thousands of miles apart. And yet, because of these storylines that get created on a cultural basis, the, the bigger dream, the dream of the planet that we're all contributing to, we had a very similar experience of how Barbie affected the world and perception of it. We had very similar childhoods, you know? So this idea that the perception of Societal perception grows and spreads as we propagate it. So what if we do say it can't go back to what it was before? And we don't know what it looks like going forward and that's okay. But what if we just start forgetting and unlearning the societal creations, miscreations, creations being in my words, because they weren't created from love. They were created from fear. When we create from fear, we are miscreating. So how do we forget these and undo them so that there's room for us to create? And remember that inner child within. You know, every little girl and probably little boy too has memories of what they played when they played Barbies. You know, I was fortunate to have a brother that was a year and a half younger than me. and you know, I had all the Barbies and he had 
He-Man and Skeletor and G.I. Joe. And we had all the things. We had the castle and all the things. And my Barbie wanted to go camping. And she was in love with Thor. Right? These. And G.I. Joe. Right? The superheroes. You know, I didn't have a Ken doll. Was it storylines that Mattel created for him? Like she said, Barbie and Ken. Ken didn't stand alone. I never played with a Ken doll. So, you know, it, it, it's funny how we talk about writing our own stories and you are the author of your own story. What do you want to create? Well, if you go back to your inner child and have a little visit and see, well, what were you playing? What did you create? What did you want your life to look like? Well, I have my hero and I have my fifth wheel and we go camping. So my inner child was on to something because I'm here living it right now. I just put that together right now. Thanks, yeah. Barbie. I don't know if we, <laughs> we don't necessarily walk around calling ourselves heroes, but I, in my day job, I am a firefighter. <laughs> Fire captain. I am a captain in the fire service. There you go. And it's so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever label you want to put on that. Angel puts a hero label on it I and yeah. camping and like, yeah, but I'll just take like being on the same uh, plane as G.I. Joe. I mean, <laughs> even the ultimate badassins, right? Like that's yes. what we were taught. That's how it's that's like, right. they fight for justice. And I have a badass. And right we here. could have a whole movie about that, just like the Barbie movie. Right. Because that's created a whole generation of men that think that's how you have to be to be a man. Right. You have to be a badass warrior. You have to fight evil. Well, who, what's evil? Everything that I tell you that's evil is evil. So you have to go out and fight it. Everybody that disagrees with us, with our beliefs, is evil. That's what we go to war over. Every war has been fought over a disagreement of beliefs. Beliefs that we hold so dearly, we see them as facts and truths. Right, fighting. But you know a truth from a lie that's based in fear because truth needs no defending. If you have to defend it, it's a lie. No matter how deeply you think you believe it, just because that lie was passed on to you from generation to generation has loads of support. Doesn't change the fact that the lie needs defending. You don't have to kill to support the truth. It's there no matter what. Uh -huh. We've got a little off the Barbie subject, but you know, there was, I mean, that's the level they were going to is that swing, that pendulum going so far from one side to the other, so extreme from the, you know, like a, the, it said like from crazy feminism to super toxic masculinity. And it's great to see it so object, you know, objectified like that and personified like that because the Oracle to the warrior as right, well, you know, right. when culture to the beginning of the movie where she sits down and wants to tap in. You know, when she gets still and she's trying to go into stillness and into presence and into meditation, and Ken's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Go up. Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, while you're doing, while you are being present and opening that channel to receive the information to do the next steps, right. you know, there, there is a channeled space there. 
Yeah. They, and that was just, some of those things were just really casually placed in there. Where they didn't overdo it. it. They didn't focus on it. It was just there. It's like, but well, those is, who know. Right. How will you know? You'll know. Just, you just feel into it. You will know. Yeah. That's, you know, intuition. That's trusting your sight. Yeah. That is a Claire. And one of the other Barbies was like, I have my logic brain and my emotions and right. I can manage both. When she's in court. When she's, she's like, in I court. I can be knowledgeable and logical and also have my emotions and it doesn't make me weak. Yeah. It makes me stronger. Like it that makes was, me stronger. That was, I love that line. That line was hilarious. Yeah. And truthful. Right. Love is not a weakness. Love is a strength. And love does not always mean treating everybody with roses and kid clubs. Love can also be ruthless. It can be ruthless. Love is about non-judgment, not judging yourself for starters. Because if you can't love yourself, you can't really give divine love to anybody. And when I say love, I'm talking about divine love. So that existential crisis is that everybody was, you know, that Barbies particularly and Ken were having largely revolved around love and Ken's confusion of love because they were also personifying the ideas that we had as kids, you know, the way that Ken and Barbie didn't touch when they put their faces close, like all these things that it's like, yeah, because as kids, we didn't really understand it. And I'm not sure that we really understand it any better today. We've just taken the physicality further. We know that the lips are supposed to touch now, but we haven't taken the judgment out of the love. I'll love you if you'll be this. I'll love you if you do this. I'll love you if you talk to me a certain way. If you do certain chores around the house without me asking. I'll love you if is conditional love. Divine love is I love you. And I respect your story. And we may or may not be compatible to share our, the rest of our life together, but I love you either way. And that's part of this, what caused this, you know, that Ken's reaction was trying to seek that love that he didn't understand. And I love the way they showed it again. It's like, you don't need to be in this perfect Instagram family to be loved. You need to know who you are. Know the truth of who you are. Definitely a movie to go see. <laughs> yeah. And there's and, and be prepared to do your homework. And there's more in there, right? It, that's those are just the things, the big things that are sticking in our brain. Like it is riddled throughout. Even just the way that they use such simple words to describe things that we overcomplicate. Yeah. Like I'm feeling this feeling that like my eyes are leaking and it there's pressure. But it's good. And we get so worked up about, why am I crying? Why do I cry all the time? Who cares? <laughs> you don't need to have a story around yeah. all the time. So, Dave, just... your eyes are just leaking and it, yeah. and it hurts a little just bit. Let it flow. also feels good. So, yeah, excellent, excellent movie. Very well done in lots of ways. And I have no doubt that both sides of the aisle will have their way with it. It'll be raised up as this glorious voice of a generation to support women and it will be viewed as this sexist movie by a bunch of whiners trying to i don't know disrupt the society and that's good if both sides have a strong opinion about it that means they're onto something yeah 
Yeah. High praises. Yeah. Good movie. We'd love to hear your opinion on it too in the comments below. Please share. Please. And uh, good luck on your journey. Yeah. And as always, all our love. All our love. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others, post about it on social media, or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.